Good morning, Christy Underwood, Organized and Fit, coming to you today with a topic that is, I think, near and dear to all of us as mamas. How can we show up? How can we be present through each season of motherhood? But before I get started, I want to give a big shout today to my Organized and Fit Subscribe Membership Club and all of the gals in there who are working so hard and reading in our book club, Miracle Morning, right now, as well as so many in our July BOD fitness group, too, as well as some of you that are just in the July BOD group, killing it, showing up, encouraging each other, um, commenting on posts, giving ideas, and just giving each other a shout for the hard work that we are all doing. I want to say thank you. I appreciate it. And I absolutely am so grateful for the community of strong hearts that I belong to. You guys keep me on my toes. Um, You keep me accountable and you keep me motivated and energized to keep pushing myself to be the best version I can be. And it's funny because this morning I was getting ready to start working on something for our group. And I had this little tug of, no, you need to go do your devotion and journal and fill your cup before you go do anything else. And you guys, it's so important and it's a great lead way into this topic of motherhood that we have to take care of ourselves before we can help other people. We have to be aligned to what our purpose is, what drives us, and to be a better version by taking care of our mind and our body and our spirit. To be a better mom, a better wife, a better friend, a better leader, mentor, whatever you do at work, to be your best, you have to take care of yourself first. You can't keep giving to everybody else if you're not doing the work on yourself first. So leading into that, I want to talk today kind of as the seasons of motherhood. We all are in a different season. Some of you guys, you might be actually at this time of year feeling anxiety as your kiddos are going back to school. Some may be going into preschool and leaving home. That was a tough season for me. Some of you, they're going into kindergarten and you're going, oh my goodness. And some of you, um, just going back to school in general brings anxiety. You love having summer. You love having them home. And I am with you. I am the same way. It's kind of like a Sunday night when you know you have to go to work on Monday feeling, but worse because it's like you're coming up to the end of summer and school is starting and you just get this little bit of a cringe Um, And then you have seasons, maybe kiddos are going to junior high. And then you have where I'm at with one, I have one going into junior high and one being a senior, which is a big season for me. And so many of you are pioneers of this, been through it, passed it. Some of you have kids moving or are on their way to going to college or in college Some of you are way past all of that and you have grandkids. So whether you are a seasonal right now hands-on mama, stay at home, school, or a grandma, I think what I have to share with you will apply to your season. And it is seasons with parenthood, Um, just like in all relationships as well as marriage, all of these things, it's seasonal. So... Where I'm at with my heart right now and having this senior 
and anxiety and constant conversations of what college, scholarships, lasts, so many lasts coming up this year of last games, last seasons, but then going on to so many firsts that will happen next year, it is very bittersweet. And I've had so many moms that are wise tell me, don't you think this is something though you celebrate versus kicking through and pushing your heels in? This is exactly what we've, we've, we've raised and prayed and loved our kids too, is to keep moving on to spread their wings and fly. And whatever that is for you, if it's you know, going off to preschool or kindergarten or just in school in general, or um, maybe you've homeschooled and now you're putting him back in school or wherever the season is, that's so right. We have prayed over, we have loved them, we have raised them to keep moving on. And I have to have this constant conversation with myself. And so today I have five things that I know I can do to be a better mother, to be a better mom in all of these seasons for both of my boys and future grandkids so many years away, please, for sure. But one of the things before I dig into those five things is um, in our Miracle Morning Book Club, one of the things that the author was talking about was finding your purpose and how purpose can change in so many seasons of life. And so when I think about purpose, I absolutely know that it's definitely I'm aligned to helping women, empower women, um, I love real estate. Uh, of course, my purpose as a wife, um, a mom, a friend, just being aligned to what God's plan is, those are my purpose. But as I began to dig a little deeper and how he talks about the seasons of purpose and how it can change, I realized that one of my purposes for my heart was this year was to be present more than ever during this transitional period of of being a mom. And so I was like, okay, if my purpose, it's not that I haven't been a mom all these 18 years later, of course, but it's like, how can I really ignite this? And how can I embed this season in my heart and my soul and my mind as this kid is, is moving on? And I, I have this other one in junior high too. And as you guys know, it's like, each kid is in a different place. And as a mom, you want to be there for each one of them. And you don't want one to get the spotlight more than the other and and balancing and harmonizing time. So I hope you can relate to what I'm feeling here. And that's why I love this podcast, because I can share my heart and things on my mind and know that so many of you, as well as you need to know, we are not alone. We have these feelings for a reason. God gave us these feelings as a mom um, and these emotions, but it's so important that we process and we take action. So moving on to action, here's five ways I feel like I can show up for my kids this school year in the seasons that we're at. Number one, of course, first of all, preparing by prioritizing. So prioritizing as a mom, what is important and what is not. As my husband just says a lot to me, pick your battles, Christy, pick your battles. And he's right. And he's saying that not just about parenting, but a lot of things um, at work um, and goals I have and, and prioritizing. So as a mom, I think we need to give ourselves adequate preparation time to prioritize each season that we're entering in, which prioritizing the school year, what's important and what's not. You know, for me, it's going to be definitely mealtime, supper time, after school, and we get together after after football practice, um, bedtime, 
TV time on the weekends, going out and doing things on the weekend, meals out, whatever. It's prioritizing our presence. And so here's five things I think that will really help each one of us show up as a mama better than we ever have before. Number one, pray consistently. I feel like that's one way that I can give up my control freakness that is a weakness of mine is by just keep constantly being in prayer. I found this to work for my anxiety levels, things I worry about in, in my, my marriage, my parenting, my relationships and my family, those things that when I can just let go and know that God knows my heart. But it's consistently in prayer. And one book I would highly recommend is Power of a Praying Parent and Power of a Praying Wife. I've gotten in the routine of reading those both on Sundays. They give me a topic and I pray over my, my family um, with those topics besides other areas. But number one, pray for your child. And how can you pray for them? What are they going through? What are their seasons? What do you see? What, do you, what are you worried about? Um, a prayer journal will help you so much when it comes to these topics if, when you begin to get overwhelmed because we could hit our knees for 24 hours praying for these babies and you and I know it. So number one is prayer over them continuously, constantly. Number two, listening. Um, if my husband's listening to this, which he probably will because he listens to many of my podcasts, he's probably rolling his eyes because he knows from so many conversations and arguments that we've had, listening is not my um, skill. I struggle with listening. And as a realtor, it's very important that I listen to my clients. So I really have to work 60,000 times harder. But when it comes to being a wife and a mom, I struggle I struggle with listening and I know this and they know this about me, but how can I show up for my kids? I can listen. And it's not even by some of the words. It might be their body language. It might be something that I'm seeing um, in their report cards or then at the same time listening when people say something good about my kids or I hear something negative, that's listening as well too. Listening with an open heart, listening with an open mind not being defensive when they speak to me um, or I hear something, but evaluating and, and doing my research and knowing the stories that come up or situations that might happen, but listening to what they're saying. It doesn't mean that I'm going to agree or, or that I'm going to you know, always be on their side when it comes to an opinion, but it's listening and being respectful. Number three, which you guys know, and if Jess is listening, I know it's, it's an area all the way around from being a wife to a mom that is crucial. And it takes literally skill level and constant conversations with yourself to just shut up and listen and not feel like you have to have the last word or that you have to fix what they're saying. Maybe they just want to talk. And I think as a wife and a mom, we have this thing as women that we're supposed to just fix something. Like if they say something, we, we're supposed to fix it. And a lot of times, and I know this is on parenting, but this is also in, in marriage, is, you know, just will say something and I think I need to reply or I think I need to say something because he wants me to fix it or I'm supposed to make him feel better. And a lot of times he doesn't even want me to say anything. And my kids are the same way, especially as they get older. It's like they don't want to hear. They just want to speak. So listen. Number three, take a breath. You guys, I was reading today in more another part of the Miracle Morning book about silence and how important it is, intentional silence. 
And I think as school starts that the more time we give ourselves in the morning before everybody's up just to sit for a few minutes and process and be grateful and know what's going to happen during, well, we don't know what's going to happen, but what we visualize for the day and for our family is so helpful and just taking a breath. And a lot of times when our kids do something or we have a situation where we're so disappointed or um, you didn't see that coming, um, you take a breath before you react and you do that prayer and you you think and you talk to your spouse and you come up together with how you're going to handle that. And if it's a good thing, great. Still take a breath and figure out how you want to encourage the situation. So that one's just common sense. Take a breath as a mom. Take a break. Even you ones that have small babies, go take a break. When they take a nap, go meditate. Go sit in silence. A lot of times, you know, like when I remember when they're taking a nap and they're in the car, it was like, praise God, it's quiet in here. Or when you go home and you sit in your garage for a few minutes before you go into, you know, the house, take a breath. All right. Number four, speak truth. Speak, speak truth, speak life, speak abundance. This is a hard one for me because I can be very negative. I can be very truthful in a hurtful way and Something that I've been reading more and more and experiencing just through speaking in abundance is when you affirm and you speak positively, as positive as you can, and you, instead of going derogatory and being negative, how can you say something in a positive way? How can you speak life into your words to help your child be better or to listen or to make changes? How can we speak truth to those that we love? It's hard um, and speak abundantly. A lot of times we can say something that's so negative and so derogatory and I'm guilty of this. I don't even realize it until after I've said it. And it's almost like I've cursed myself or I've cursed my, my actions by how negative I was instead of speaking life into those and, and there's truth to speaking your reality and speaking in an abundant attitude as to what things are to come from belief and vision versus being negative all the time. And our kids pick up on that. I know that when I'm negative or I say something negative about a person and next thing I know, I hear them talking about that person the same way. I cringe because I think they got that from me. So how can we speak life and truth into our kids. And finally, number five, this is going to be a good one, I think. Celebrate. Celebrate the great highlights of life. I think we go through so many things and we're in a hurry and we live in such a chaotic world when school starts or even in the summer when we're in the thick of things that we forget to celebrate the milestones of all of these amazing things that our kids are doing. And they deserve praise and they deserve credit when those things are adequately due. And so I think it's important that we celebrate these milestones, just like all of us as we see our kids moving on. You guys that have your kiddos that are getting ready to go into preschool or daycare or um, elementary school, on to junior high, on to senior, whatever, and college, whatever season you are going to experience with your child, how can you celebrate it? How can you give them great 
adoration and respect and encourage their souls as well as your own into that season. And I think it's important that we give ourselves a little bit of a pat on the back each time we hit great milestones. Because I think often, not always, our kids can, it's amazing how all of us can be raised the same by the same family, same, same parents, and turn out all so differently. And not every kid is a reflection of what they've learned or what they've experienced at home. We know that. But when our kids do something amazing or they do something in this world where they show kindness or they do a good deed or they do get those grades up or they have um, a moment where they excel in athletics or anything academic, we as parents should be there to high-five them and reward them by words of affirmation, words of appreciation and love, and even events or out to dinner or a balloon or whatever it is that they're at in their season, you know? I mean, we used to love stickers at our house. Now it's not so much, although I wish we could do stickers. It was a lot cheaper. Um, But whatever it is, those little things add up. So celebrate these moments because we'll never get them back. And I'm aware of that. So as I end this little mama pep talk that was to myself and how I can show up, I encourage you and I challenge you as you get ready to go into a new season of this year as to how you can prepare by prioritizing what is important, setting up boundaries for you as a mom and the time you have with your kids and your husband as well. But this, this, this episode is more as a mom than a wife. But there's so many of the concepts we can take from this and put it into our marriage. I, and I believe in that. Um, is number one, pray. Number two, listen. Number three, take a breath. Number four, speak truth in abundance. When it needs to be, speak life to that child. And number five, celebrate and pick them up. Pick them up when they need picked up. And celebrate and high five when they need the high five. All right, you guys, I hope these things help you. I have them written down. I will continue to keep them forthright as this next school year begins because I really want to focus on how can I prioritize presence this year with my kiddos. All right, you guys, peace out. Have a wonderful rest of this week, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. So many are cramming in those vacations as well. So again, We got to work on being present in those vacation moments as we end our summer and jet on to a new milestone as being a mama. All right. And again, you guys remember this. We are not perfect. We are moms and we are going to disappoint our kids. We are going to disappoint our husbands. We are going to disappoint ourselves. But the good news is we don't have to stay in a mopey position. There's things we can do. There's action items we can fix. But the important part is being being able to communicate and work your way through these situations, always moving forward and being prayerful as a mom over yourself for wisdom and what to say, when to say it, and what not to say. Because I always feel like I speak more than I need to be quiet. So that's an area definitely of a skill I need to work on. And as we exit this, you guys, think of those areas that you can improve, listening, not listening, opening up more, tearing down walls, whatever it is. Have an open heart, open your mind, be prayerful. And I promise you, your journey as a mom 
will definitely be much sweeter. All right, you guys, take care. Talk soon.